Welcome, welcome all to another episode of the Two Charming Picks podcast. First off, I'd like to apologize for the two-week hiatus. Johnny was moving into a new house in addition to having to take care of his in-laws. They got under the weather and just couldn't find the time to step away to record. Also, I cut off his customary sign-off where he usually wishes you all to delight yourselves with some mollusks. So this is my public apology to you, Johnny. I am deeply, deeply sorry about that. All right, now that that's out of the way, today's episode features a discussion on the cost of having too many sexual partners, a brief dip into abortion, and some sex talk about analinguism and BDSM. I hope you all enjoy this episode with an alcoholic beverage and some fine tobacco. So sit back and relax. I've been listening to the Two Charming Pace podcast since, well, long before anybody paid me to do it. I didn't do it because it was cool. Didn't do it to make a statement. I just liked it. I need a picture. You just have to create a profile for that if you want a picture. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't. I don't have time to, to create a fucking profile for, what are we on, Camster? Zoom. I don't have a Zoom profile. Um, what's that? Soda? Sorry, what's the, it's like uh, OnlyFans, but for porno, it's like Soda, soda Stream, or I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't know. You have an account? <laughs> you have an account? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. Huh. But I don't think so. Well, I quit dirty, porn dirty. a long time ago. I didn't quit porn like I quit porn like coming on four months. It's been nice. It's been really. And you nice. haven't done. You haven't done it at all. Huh? No, no desire. Wow. Wow. No desire. I mean, wow. not that I don't have desire for women. I still, I still jerk off like three to six times a day. I just use. I go back to the. I go through my highlight reel. I guess that's the that's the, that's the advantage I have over probably most men our age. Why, you know, I, it's it's easier for me to get out of the mire of pornography addiction because I have so much to draw from from my actual experiences. You know that <laughs> I don't need it. And so, and if, if I really want to go out and get laid, I could go out and get laid, I suppose. But right now, it's not the time for me to do that. You jerk off to a picture of your fiance. You're sick, man. <laughs> I love you, man. Yeah, I never understood that. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: um, I, I had one girlfriend where I was actively, while we were dating, I could masturbate to her. Um, but when you're dating a girl, I mean, this is interesting about that that comment because when you're dating a girl and you're with her. And you can have sex with her when you, whenever you can. Like you're not masturbating to her, unless it, unless you're making a con- a conscious effort to do so, and which I uh, I have and I've been in that position clearly, where like oh man I better, whether through some moral stance or guilt or or just you think it's healthier for your guys' sex life if you just kind of focus all your sexual energies towards her, which I think I. I mean, I have to test it out more, but I, I, I ascribe to that more than likely. And so if, if you keep on, you know, variety is the spice of life, right? But I was just thinking about it today. I, 
was thinking about my number. I was watching this movie. It was called, I'm dig digressing so much, but I, I, I swear I'll come back to this point. Um, it, it was this movie called, fuck, I don't even know what it was called. Oh, Night Owls. Okay. And I wasn't really watching it. It was in the background while I was doing stuff. And I, and I came in midway through it. But it's about this, this woman, this young woman who's having an affair with this superstar college head football coach, head football coach of this college program. And uh, his, one of his assistant, what they call a graduate assistant, which is like a, a coach, but um, I don't know if they even get paid or if it's low level co assistant coach type of thing at that level. And um, he gets picked up by her, it seems. It's not, it's not like, he, he's like a dork. Um, but that's in, the, that's in the synopsis. They have a one night stand. He finds out that she is his, the, the college football co head coach's mistress. And she takes a bunch of pills to kill herself because he's not leaving her for his wife or whatever. And, you know, the normal bullshit. It's like, have you seen The Apartment with Jack Lemmon and, and Shirley MacLaine? Kind of similar. But um, he, which is a classic, I suggest that to everyone. But um, he, he, the, the premise of the movie is, is that he has to keep her awake so she doesn't die. Oh. And he, he doesn't want to bring her to the hospital because that would make a record and could be a scandal. So he's got to just keep her awake the best he can. Uh, staying at the guy's house. And it's just the two of them. And during the process, they fall in love. It's a romantic comedy. <laughs> and there was a funny moment in it where she's like ready to drive away. <laughs> he's like, don't take the keys, don't take the keys. She grabs the keys to her car. Don't walk out the door, don't walk out the door. And she walks up the front door. Don't get in the car, don't get in the car, don't get in the car. And she gets to the car. Don't put the keys in the ignition, don't put the keys in the ignition. She puts the keys in the ignition. Don't, don't, uh, oh, what is it? Don't start the car. Don't, uh, I want to say night. Don't turn the ignition. Don't turn the ignition. Okay, he does that. And he goes, don't put the car in reverse. Don't put the car in reverse. She does. He's like, dude, stop. You know, this is over. Get off the car. He's on his knees. It's like he keeps on escalating it one or the other. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Again, within my digression, I digress. What the fuck is that about? Um, they have a, a part where they exchange their, their relationship, their sexual histories. And they both come to the conclusion uh, to say their number and they're like, no, I'm not saying mine. You go first. It's like, well, if I go first, you're just going to change your number. And which is kind of true. Like how are you ever going to get somebody's true number? But she figures, figures hers out and he figures his out. And, uh, like, okay, let's say at the same time. And he says eight and she says eight, just slightly, just a hair of a second after him. Cause she was waiting for him really. And like, wow, we're the same number. Wow. Eight. And then, uh, I say, what? And then uh, she goes, okay. Or he goes, oh, mine's, mine's more like six. And she's like, mine's 12. And I'm like, 12, really? Six for a guy who's a dork like him. Like, I don't want to belittle any guy who's a dork. It's just like, how am I going to get myself out of this hole, Johnny? What, what do I mean by that? Um, the average man, I think has, I think six, six, six to seven different partners sexual partners throughout the course of your life. That's all it is. And women, it's four to five. Mm. That number might be increasing, but that's, or it might be decreasing because of pornography. But um, anyways, she says 12. 
but she's supposed to be this, you know, she's having an affair with a coach and all this stuff. So she she's how a whore. Old? Huh? She's how old? Uh, in the story? I don't know, probably yeah. late 20s. Okay. I care if she's supposed okay. to be in her late 20s. But then okay. she then they the, the true number of them comes out. Like his true number is five and hers is 19. Oh, I'm like, okay. But 19 for a woman. What is that? So you go, ooh, it's a lot. I'm like, oh, okay. It, but there is, it's like that, what's that, um, what's that movie with um, Anna Ferris and Chris, Chris Evans where it's called What's Your Number? And she, there's some Cosmopolitan article about how women who have sex have more than 20 different partners or it's 21 different something like that somewhere around 20 different partners uh if you have more than that the likelihood of you ever settling down like the statistics show that you'll never get married or you'll never have a successful long-term marriage as a woman and uh so she she assesses her number she realizes she's two away and she's like oh fuck all right i'm like the next guy has i have sex with is gonna be my husband if she makes that decision because of that and she gets fucking blitzed drunk and she wakes up in bed with the joel McHale character who's this absolute ass like he <laughs> likes to play and she's like oh fuck you know so she she hit that limit where she can't go over it she can't have that 20th guy so she has to go over her previous 18 men that she's been with and decide which one of them or which one of them is going to be her husband and chris evans is the next door neighbor who helps her on this journey and, and he's good at um uh, i guess finding people searching and finding people like a private eye does but uh, there's this there is this obsession it's like what is too much for a woman and what is too much for a man because for a man to have many partners is in many circles lauded right or it's glorified it's like you're a you're a fucking you're a stud right if you're a girl you're a whore or a slut right so what 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 number do you think is too much too many they are too many i'm trying to <laughs> what's that brave one? they are too many i can't do it but anyway go ahead johnny throw in uh go, no i wasn't gonna say anything I was still finishing. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me circle back to the point why I went the digress was I was thinking about my number, and it's complicated, but I can I I do think I regret it in a lot of ways. I don't know. It's really because I wouldn't be where I am today without going through all those experiences, and I wouldn't have known all these women that I've known, and have found a woman that is extraordinarily special to me, has changed my life. And who I am without it, but there's also a part of me that feels um, like I'm damaged goods because of it. Mm. And so it's this tragic paradox, potentially. I don't know, <clears throat> but <clears throat> yeah, you have too much spice of that life, that spice of life in you. You know, it's just it's hard to get off of it, I guess, um, or What's that? I was reading a couple. Of, oh, I was looking this up. I was like, okay, um, 
James Bond, I, I heard some statistic about James Bond, how many different women he's, he's bedded. And so I looked it up to see how many women James Bond has bedded. And uh, <laughs> just from the, just all from, the films combining from all the films combined, how many different women has he been with in the 22 or I guess it's been 23 or 24 right now at this point, different films. Mm. It'd like be a lot higher if it were a real, real life number. Well, yeah, if you were going to take James Bond, the man, and just you, these are just little snapshots of his life, right? But if you were to take in the, the entirety of his life, maybe it's a lot more. Like in this latest film, and that was one of the things. So I looked up at the number and what they have on, on record. It's like, oh, fuck, my, my number's higher than James Bond in my life. But you do make a valid point. It's, um, it's again, it's just little snapshots. It's 24 different snapshots of an entirely ridiculously ridiculous life that is impossible to survive most likely for a real human being but you know in this latest one one of the complaints is he so he has sex in this latest one but it's with the woman he had sex with in the first in the, in the previous film <laughs> who ends up being his wife the mother of his child i don't hope i'm not spoiling anything i guess i spoiled it but the point is he doesn't have sex with anybody else in this film other than her in the beginning of the movie and when they rekindle he doesn't have sex with her again like he it's too late he doesn't have enough time he has to go and kick ass again and save the world right so, <laughs> and so this there's this i was reading an article with this one guy like complaining about how there's like no sex in james bond anymore how can we not have more sex in james bond this is what this guy does he's a sex icon mm -hmm. and even this one so he he beds Again, okay, he has sex in the beginning of the movie, but again, it's with a woman he previously already had sex with from the previous film. So that means he bedded zero new ladies in this latest Bond film. And uh, one guy in the article, when they were talking about this director complaining about that, he's like, yeah, he had a point. It's like, we, they, they pause it as if, you know, after they break up, that he's been living on this island during the time of their separation. They pause it as if he's been living like a monk. Right, he's, there's no woman with him or anything. He's fishing, and uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Um, I don't know. He would have like a live-in lady, just like he did in the previous, the previous uh, films when he he kind of goes goes on his own and he's like on an island. Or that maybe that Skyfall, where he gets shot off the bridge, off the train. That is Skyfall. Yeah, that's Skyfall. Yeah, and then they everybody thinks he's dead, but he's been he's been living on an island or somewhere, I don't know what part of the world, and he's got some beautiful woman that he's basically shacked up with, in a beach shack, literally shacking, and uh, but that's not in this latest one. He doesn't have a woman. However, the new replacement 007, the black chick who's replaced his title at MI6. She, he brings her back as if they're going to have a one night stand, but then it's really just her saying hello to, her, to him and saying, stay out of my way. I'm warning you. So he doesn't, but it's like, well, okay, here's a guy who's available, who is, if a woman comes on strong enough, willing to take all comers. So maybe he still is, but uh, not in record. I don't know. Is that, 
don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, are you uh you uh you into some of the extracurricular activities or no? <laughs> you can shut your mouth. You know it was good for you, little pumpkin hair, pumpkin pie hair kind of freak. No, just the, just the, this is the whiskey, to be honest. Mm. Oh. Um, well, intro to the rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, I kind of forgot when we were uh, women, having sex with women. women. You know, I don't know, man. I think that, uh, I don't know if this is what you're asking in a roundabout way, but I oh, think there's plenty, okay. of, plenty of, I think there's plenty of girls now that have had that have been with just as many dudes as guys have been with girls or, you know, well, okay. Yes. It's interesting that the number on average is women is less than men in that statistic. And it's an old statistic. Again, it might've changed. That was a statistic from probably eight years ago or something. I remember that one. So things may have very well changed between then and now. Uh, but one thing is very certain that sex is far more accessible and easier for a woman. Women are the gate, the gateway to sex. They're the ones who grant access, not men. You know, they open their, they have, they open their legs, so to speak, or they don't. Um, a man is always ready to go, so to speak, should be. Um, so it's, it's not like, again, if a woman if a woman has sex with 19 partners, that's entirely unimpressive. It's like so what? You know, it's like you all you had to do is open your legs, and you'll find many or any willing. Again, especially if you're a very beautiful woman, it's like no, 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 no. You have to value your your vagina a lot more, and not just give it up to any Joe Schmoke blow fuck. You know, yeah. and uh, it better be special. Um. <clears throat> right so we're again for a man it's like you've had sex with 19 girls it's like oh wow i mean it's higher than average you've, you've been with more well i think there's also a uh a di- you know what's the uh the 80 20 rule like 20 percent of men are having 80 or have sex with 80 percent of the women Huh. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, this is, this rule applies for more than just men, men and women, sex, sexual relations wise. It applies to money for sure. Right. I mean, fuck yeah. For, for finances, like the top 1% have make more than the bottom 50 do combined the top 1%. And then the top 1% of the 1% make more than the rest of that 1%. It's like, wow, the distribution really, really um, <clears throat> gets, gets just, you know, gets heavily weighted on the, on the excellence scale. And so if you are one of those top 1% guys or 20% guys or whatever, the, that means you're having, I mean, there's few of you, but you're having sex with way more women. And then 80% of the guys are like not having sex with anyone. They're lucky to, to get three or four or five or whatever. So that average of seven is, is weighed by dudes who are having sex with hundreds of girls in their histories, right? 
and then you have a bunch of dudes who are virgins. So it's like, who's actually of the sexually active men out there? What's the average? And that should be the question, because if you're a lifelong virgin and you're never going to venture out and do anything about it, then why are we counting you in the statistic? I mean, I guess you could or not, but the back, strictly speaking, maybe, maybe, maybe there aren't. Maybe you had to be a, a, at least a, a non-virgin to be to be um, counted in that statistic that I that I'm citing, which I have no idea who, by what study or, or who did it. But <clears throat> um, but the truth is is that the vast majority of men have not passed on their genes in history. That is, the vast majority of men who have lived never passed on their, they were never able to pass on their DNA. They never successfully were able to pass on their DNA to the next generation. They were gay and they were passing it on to a dude's butt. Because of the principle I just said, because <laughs> think of, think of a pride of lions. Okay. Think of a pride of lions. Now this is a, a an extreme an extreme uh, scenario and human beings aren't lions, but there are certain hierarchical, I don't know, similarities, if you will, but the, the, the king of the jungle, the, the, the head of the pride, the lead, the lead lion is always a male one. And he lays around all day while the huntresses, the lionesses go out and get the food. And they, all the lionesses are just fucking the king, the king lion, the boss monkey. They're not fucking the other one. This also works for, for apes, by the way. The apes do the same thing. A lot of the ape species. I know that a lot of them are having orgies and shit, but there's some that where it's like, no, 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 no. I'm uh, the proboscis. I think the proboscis ape, whatever it is, the one with the fucking huge ass penis shaped nose from like Borneo, like that, that, that dude, there's like one boss and orangutans are like this too. There's one boss monkey. Okay. And he's getting all the pussy. And, uh, I think there was, I was watching one where it was like, it's a chimps or whatever, like one of the female chimps or, or monkeys, one of some monkey, I don't know was sneaking away to have sex with, with another one. And it was a dangerous proposition because if the boss monkey caught them, they were dead, right? And, uh, but the point is, is that all the females were having sex with the top, the top dog, the, the leader, the boss monkey. And that's it, the boss chimp, whatever. You know, so <clears throat> that rule applies to hum humans um, as well, as far as, as far as if we just work on our, okay, that has not been the history of humanity as far as strictly speaking. I, I, I mean, you could talk about Genghis Khan, you could talk about Attila the Hun and all that shit, right? Genghis Khan had, they say, 10% of the East Asian population are direct descendants of Genghis Khan. Something crazy like that. They have his DNA. Think about that. That guy did so much fucking that 10%. 10 alone, 10% of the East Asian population have his DNA. Okay. 
but that's how many children he had across across and with all these women but um and again only men can do that women can't have thousands of, of babies only a man could king tut he was 16 he was known to be a father of 100 you ever hear that one mm-hmm. yeah i think he yeah so king tut of egypt he died at 16 i believe and he i think he had like 100 children before he died oh right it's too much man anyway so the point is um but there is no point i've lost my thought entirely i can't believe you let me blabber on this long john you're supposed to interject and say something i i I was trying to think of a polite way to say how the fuck we talking about genghis khan genghis it's pronounced genghis you fuck (laughs) see i can't even i can't I can't even interrupt you without you saying Jengus, Genghis correcting me on something. Yeah, you fuck. You fucking fuck. You're the fucking anyway. fuck, man. I feel like I had something I wanted to talk about too, and it's just it's gone. I might just start drinking and not stop. Um, boys? Or you want to talk about the boys, that TV show, the that boys. gay TV show where they oh, jerk each other was, off? Um, <laughs> they jack each other off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was saying, I was saying, yeah, you actually, uh, when I saw you earlier, before we turned the video off, you look like uh, one of the characters, Soldier Boy, with the, the longer hair and the, the beard stubble. He's the he's the homosexual superhero of the bunch, so you look just like... What's his name? I'm looking him up right now. What's this cocksucker's name? What's this? What Sol- is it? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy uh, actor. The boys. Okay. Um... Isn't it? What's that? Oh, okay. I, 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 he's unfamiliar to me. Jensen Ackles. I think he might be from another TV show, but I, it's like a show I obviously don't watch. He looks familiar, but he's not really gay. He's got a cool character. I'm not gonna ruin the show for anybody, but it's very fucking graphic. I like it, but it, like even sometimes I'm like this is too fucking much, dude. Heads exploding and shit. You're just like, ugh. Need a break. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like superheroes, but they're bad. Or they're they're anti-heroes. They're super anti-heroes is the idea. Right? Yeah, pretty much. You like it? I like it, yeah. Yeah, I never got into it. Oh, it's hard for me. It's hard for me, man. I don't really know what to say to that. I don't have, I'm trying to like find something to watch on TV mm. when the day comes or whatever. Mm. And it's like, my mind has been wrangled by so much other shit, my work and everything. And when it comes on, I'm like, uh, what was there something I wanted to watch other than Mad Men for the fucking zillionth time? Dude, I have I have the same exact problem, man. The same problem, like I especially. There's since so this, much content; it's ridiculous. There's so much yeah, content out there. I find myself watching the same thing over and over. Like last night, we watched. Uh, I was sitting down with the uh, wife. We watched some movie with J Lo and Owen Wilson. I couldn't even tell you the name of it, but it wasn't bad. Will you marry me? Was it that one? Will yeah, you marry that me? Was that, that was it. That was it. Yeah, is that that wasn't is bad. That where Owen Wilson just puts up a 
a big like he's at a concert j-lo's performing and owen wilson puts up a big sign that says will you marry me and she says yes on a whim yeah yeah it was a, is that really a, the premise of the story well yeah she's obviously <laughs> super famous and he's just like a school math he's just teacher owen or something, wilson. but but the, yeah, yeah super famous too yeah i've had the know? same haircut for for 25 years haven't changed my hair yeah is that your yeah, own wow wilson? Wow. wow. I can't. Wow. I can't do it either. <laughs> you know, Melissa Villanueva or, Villanueva or whatever she does. Uh, I can't. Villa, Villa Senor or I can't remember. From mm. SNL, she, she does a really great Owen Wilson. Hmm. I, I um, have to work on that one. I've never tried because he's yeah, not I've, the coolest cat in the, in the kitchen, but. Um, I haven't either. And I actually like Owen Wilson, all jokes aside. He has a I like very distinct way of speaking. Very distinct way of speaking. That's why he's he's someone that you'd like to work on. Anyway. Um so okay, you watch Will You Marry Me with your your wife. Right. And uh so then I can't remember. I think we were downstairs, go upstairs, I order a massage, start giving her a massage. So I barely watch most of the movie anyway. So then it's like comes down to bed. And I'm one of those people I like to sleep with the TV on. I've been wanting to watch Dumb and Dumb, fucking classic movie. I never get sick of it. Just like, for me, movies are like a comforting way to fall asleep. I don't know why background noise, tinnitus, whatever. But uh, I didn't even make it to like the, uh, when they're driving to the airport, because I remember the movie so well. I didn't even remember driving to the airport. He's going through the intersection. It's like, they say you're more unlikely to get acts on the way to the airport. But uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember that. I was just out like a light. So my whole point is, is yeah, yeah, I sit down. When I finally sit down to watch something, I scroll for forty-five minutes and just give up. I'm uh-huh. like, dude, I can't. Yeah. I can't fucking. And then if I pick something for both of us, I said, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch this. And it's just like, can I just sit down here and the press too many? Ch- the burden of too many choices. Yeah. Right. It's horrible. I mean, but, that's uh, what it is. That's what it is. Go ahead, finish. What I really. I really like Stranger Things. I don't know if you got into that show at all. I like the fuck For out fags. of that show. For fags. I'm not doing it. Not ever. Not fucking ever. We already talked about it. <laughs> not now, not never. <laughs> not now, not never. Is that a line from something? <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what you were doing. Not now, not never. I thought, I thought that's what you are still... That's from no, some weird YouTube video. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I did uh, um, but uh, no. Go, go ahead. Go. I was gonna say we're we're getting off point. I was gonna ask you something earlier. It's a super random question. Okay. You did you it? ever? Because uh, I think I was talking to you earlier, and weren't we talking about um, what the fuck were we talking about? And we're like, oh yeah, we'll talk about this later. The co- the cost of women. Yes, the, the cost, cost of, of women. women for for that, heterosexual males. Yeah, that was one thing I, I was gonna. Yeah, but I was thinking just kind of a random school of thought was. Uh, do you ever have the? Oh yeah, because we were talking about um, what's his name. I hope they serve. I hope they serve beer and hell. Oh, Tucker Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now were, it's like when we were last talking, you reminded me of him. Yeah, his name. Yeah, so like, people, oh yeah, that fucking guy. Yeah. So how how but, yeah he was on some show and they were saying like this guy must be full of shit because you're blacked out. How do you remember it? So my train of thought was like. The nights I've been blacked out, and I was gonna say if you've had the same things. Where one this night in particular, I was actually out with you. Remember when you and I went to that uh, that like almost like country bar or it was country night that bar in El Dorado Hills with uh, other. I think it was other John, his friend, the tall guy, and uh, maybe a couple other mutual friends of theirs. We met out there or something. You remember going to that country? Remember, bar? 
El Dorado Hills Country Bar. Yeah. Um, fuck, dude. I, I was the only place I can think of in El Dorado Hills is like a nightclub type place. It's such a, a, a paltry, just pathetic nightlife over there. You got the Bistro Thirty Three, and then there's like some. I don't know what the nightclub was called. It's probably not in existence anymore. The Purple well, Place? I don't know. That sounds like another place now. And I can't do that. But Unless the Purple Place was Because I've, I've been to it, the Purple Place when I was Oh, what's the younger. Purple Place? Help me. What is that? The Purple Place is uh, It's kind of like on the backside of where the, the old dam road used to be before they closed it off. In Folsom? Yeah. But it's like a biker bar, kind of a you know, stop in, hang out. But that th- this place seemed like a purple place because it was like a country music night. I was with you, Johnny, who's his tall friend, the tall fucking friend that I can't even remember Mikey? his first name. Mikey, Mikey. He might have been with. Uh, I think or it could have been your... Alex. Was, was he, he with you on your or skinny? He was eh, taller and like athletically built. Like it might have been, it might have out. been Alex. And you showed me a picture of him recently. I'm like, holy fuck, that guy got fat. He got fat. I'm like, oh. I'm like, yeah, he's married. He had a kid or something. Now I'm like, oh, that sucks. He got fat. Life got to him too soon. That might have been Alex. Then it's possible it's it's Eric though as well. But I don't think Eric got fat. I think he still works I, out a lot. And because Eric used to work out a fuckload, and he had his techniques of he was a tinder. He before when I first met that fucker. We were all in junior college, and uh, he was on the baseball team with, with Johnny. And uh, he ended up going uh, to Division I A to be a closing pitcher. He had a hell of an arm. But his thing was he would go on Facebook or online dating stuff, and he scored more pussy by online dating than anything. I, I couldn't believe it. Like hmm. I, I tried Tinder for two weeks. I got laid two or three times. And I, this is stupid. And I stopped. I, not just because it was super easy and the challenge of it all is really, is what I learned. It's like, I like the challenge of the hunt. And this kind of is silly and not bad. But also the women were rarely ever um, as advertised. There's a little mm-hmm. off. Like, oh, everybody's always showing pictures of the best version of themselves. Then you see him in person. It's like, that's not quite what I signed up for. And then the third thing is I ran out of fucking money. I couldn't afford to go on so many dates, you know, but because uh, I'm a guy like I'm not splitting the check. I don't go Dutch, but and um, <clears throat> completely emasculate myself. But anyway, so um, yeah, Eric, that's interesting. But he he did some, uh, he had this this system. It was for a while after his, his fiance's first girlfriend was serious, his fiance at the time, or no longer, she broke up with him. And then he, he took to Twitter, not Twitter, sorry, Tinder. <laughs> I get all these social media apps confused. Uh, <laughs> he took to Twitter and just slayed her, man. Just slayed her, rat, slandered her reputation. No, 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 he went on, uh, on Tinder. And uh, fuck, man, he, um, he told me he would, he was paint by numbers, man. He, he had his pictures with his shirt off and doing all sorts of, like you had to have your shirt off to show your body, but it had to be like, you're making fun of yourself still. Like you weren't taking mm-hmm. yourself too seriously. And um, so you had to have like a little cleverness to it. 
but he also like, Hey, this is a joke, but check this shit out. Look at what I got. You know, I'm not just being, you know, I'm not, I'm not pompous. I'm just letting you see. And, uh, so he, he would be working at it for hours and hours and hours a day. And I think you'd make connections of like 120 girls or something every other week or every week or something. And then maybe of that, a 10th of them would be, would turn into dates. But, uh, they were telling a story. He'd go he'd every, on every date he took, he would take a girl to the same restaurant in Old Town Folsom, the one right, it was, was it, uh, fuck, Hamptons, which is like a newer restaurant, but it's on the other side of the parking lot for the powerhouse off of Sutter Street. Ooh, so it's I like an old Victorian two-story place. And, the, and the guy, some guy made a restaurant out of it. Hmm. You know, and that was, I don't know, it was well after high school that was, that was made. But he would take every single one of his Tinder dates to that same place. It was like a small, uh, narrow type of restaurant. And he would sit in the same table <laughs> and have that girl sit in the same chair. Uh, and the waitress had seen him come in like every day almost with some new girl from Tinder that he was on a date, going on a date with. It was so funny. And I don't know if he did anything with that, that waitress. He may have fucked her too. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, that was pretty funny when I think of him. Anyways, I digress again. Tell me about this purple place type. Thing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't remember the name of it, man. It probably had some name Moonshine. It doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was trying to see if you remembered the night because I remember going out with the guy. And you fairly recently, in the last few years, showed me a picture. Like, oh, yeah, this guy. And I was like, oh, fuck, he got fat. Like, yeah, he's married now or has a kid, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, like every friend we have now. <laughs> yeah but we all go out we all go out and i got pretty i was i was probably pretty drunk but it just made me think of that blacking out thing because it's like i wasn't blacked out because i remember parts of it but i remember uh i remember one thing i remember seeing this chick there that was super pretty caught my eye and i didn't talk to her till like the end of the night we went to the parking lot and uh my friend john came and picked us up in my old truck actually older guy Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to that girl when I saw her in the parking lot. And I used the dumbest line. I was like, she was driving to Elk Grove. And I was like, you're driving all the way to Elk Grove. I'm like, you could drive like th- this and that. It's like an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I said probably some super cheese dicky shit. Like, yeah, I was like, I was, you know, kind of like trying to eyeball you all night without creeping on you or whatever. And I was, was telling she's like yeah she like i have a boyfriend and this and that i'm going home and I, whatever it came down to i was like i was Ejected. like so not, Palm whatever it came down face. whatever it came down to I was like so not even a kiss for scuba steve <laughs> <laughs> nice one i think i remember you hearing about that one how did she respond but, to that i think she laughed and i don't remember but that's where so she understood I remember. the reference I think so, but I, I remember okay. dancing earlier in the night with a girl, and I was like, the thing that made me laugh is like thinking about this line of where you're blacking out, but you remember stuff. Like, obviously, didn't black out and pass out. I remember most of the night, but I was drunk enough not to remember all of it. I remember dancing with some girl, 
and her saying something like you you can dance with me all night or something like that after the dance is over and I, but i remember thinking all the time like dude i'm not that great of a dancer like i can i can do it but it's like one of those things you just get drunk and probably look like an idiot so i was wondering if it's like you ever have those nights where you wonder if it was like the dude in beer fest where you're just like think you're killing it and you look like the idiot with like the beer box on your head and you're drunk oh, as asshole. fuck with like a, with like a yeah. yeah and you're like dancing with a fat chick the entire time or something yeah that girl was so fucking hot in his imagination or his beer goggles the actress they had play for monique yeah. Anyway, he thought he was. <laughs> what's funny about that is when she brought him back, and he's he's fantasizing about this little slap and tickle they're gonna have. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, he's getting whipped cream and chocolate syrup, like poured all over his body or whatever, and it's all kinky. But he wakes up, and then it cuts to, and it's it's really Monique, and then her like, oh, the way she was so funny in that movie, she was she killed it, but. <laughs> but when he wakes up, he's got mustard smeared all over him. <laughs> she was using mustard, not chocolate syrup. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. And you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm in the mood for it. Because I think I'm going to go to Oktoberfest this year uh, in München, in Munich, Germany. München, Deutschland. Uh, I think I'm going to go to Oktoberfest this year. But I'm, I'm in the mood for Beer Fest. And you just reminded me, and it might be available on one of the streaming services. Like, for free. I think it watch is. that tonight. You just gave me a great. See, like, I have a problem, like, every, like, when I, when I want to put something on, like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. It's overwhelming. It's so much shit. Now you just gave me something. Anyways, the beer goggles, not seeing that. The other thing about that blacking out drunk in that very same movie, there's another concept, the E equals MC hammered concept that you learn stuff while you're drunk that you forget when you're sober but when you're drunk again you relearn them or you or something like that dancing oh well you know what it is it's like what i find i don't think i don't think it's true i think mc e equals mc hammer is fucking retarded that's stupid that's not real but what does happen is you access a part of your brain that your inhibitions would otherwise not allow you to so I find myself speaking better Spanish when I'm drunk than when I am so sober because I just go for it. I'm not so hung up on the grammar and, and this and that. I just go for it and I let myself speak and it's like, wow, I'm doing it more, at least better than I normally ever do. You know, but, mm. oh, I have a term for that. Not quite blacked out, but, you know, still kind of, you're, you're, you're missing spots. Uh, I call it brown out. You're browning out. You know? brown out. <laughs> yeah, browning out. Yeah. I think that's also when a chick shits on your chest or something. But you didn't. Um, you didn't quite answer my question though. Have you? So have you had a night like that where you were questioning the next day? Like, was, did that chick really say like you, you could dance with me all night and seemed into me, or was it like the beer fest where I'm sitting there with a fucking sharpie on my forehead, looking like a complete moron? You know? Or you're trying. Wait, you're asking me if I remember if you were hot that night or if you were not that night. I'm asking if you, I'm asking if you've had those situations. If anything comes to mind for you, similar situation where you apparently seemed like you were, you know, cutting a rug, doing well. I swore the girl said you can dance with me all night or whatever she said, but she might have been like, "Get yeah, fuck off, loser," or something. I had the sharpie in my forehead, like thinking of like the beer, the beer 
Beer Fest reference of like I was actually have drunk I been shit so was looking drunk. like a fool. Have I been so drunk that I was completely enjoying myself regardless of what anybody else thought? Of course. Of course I have. Yes. Mm. I don't recall specific moments at this time, but I'm, of course I've been in a place where I'm so drunk. I don't care. I'm having fun. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. Of course. Um, and that's what it sounds like you're describing. Uh, okay. Here's one. Uh, New Year's Eve two years ago, I went out with Vincent, his, his mother, his wife, and then his two little brothers in downtown Sac or midtown Sac. Uh, I got high on Yale um, and got really fucking drunk. And we only went to one fucking bar, far west. And somehow I ended up with a girl. Um, she took me back to her hotel room. She, they were from Marysville or some other fucking place. Uh, maybe not Fair, Fairfield or something. They came to Sacramento and uh, to do this. Tears Eve. Now, um, I look back at the pictures that were taken of me that night in the video. And I was fucking completely, completely yacked out, man. Just gurning like a motherfucker and just, woo, way too much. Okay. <laughs> and the next morning, they're like, dude, this little brother's like, dude, you were acting like you were trying not to get laid, like your behavior. But somehow this girl took me, took me back. And we didn't have sex because... <laughs> Like an idiot and think about getting our own room but um we were staying with her friends i was actually sharing a bed with one of her girlfriends in there um but she thought i was a gigolo and she asked me that like, I, she asked me that seriously like very seriously like, are, are you are you a gigolo <laughs> and i just no she walked in she saw my penis so i was taking a piss and she tried to make out with me while i was in the toilet at one point, <clears throat> not tried, we did. And then I'm like, okay, let's do this. I had my dick out already. I, I put her hand on it or whatever. And, and I'm trying to get it going. And maybe I asked her to, to suck me off or something. And she's like, no, 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 I can't do that. Not like this, not right now or, or something. She always has some, some excuse. I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway, um, that's one night where I look back at it and it's like, I was an embarrassment. So high on Yayo, fucking drunk as fuck. I don't remember anything. I don't remember the ball dropping. I remember at one point um, after we were already driving back to the hotel, she left her phone, her cell phone into Uber. And I called the Uber guy and got him to come back by a bribe by paying him cash and I got her phone back, you know? Um, and then of course, the, that, the stuff that happened afterwards, it started to sober up. But it's like when I met her in that initial phase and kind of dancing with her, it's like, no, no, dude, I saw the videos. I saw the pictures of me. I was not impressive. I was very fucking just yacked out. That's, so I've been in that situation, except somehow the girl liked me in actuality. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe Interesting. 
They don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> I don't know. And it, it doesn't matter anyway. It was just a, a thing that they popped in my head it. as far as. They can yeah. smell it on me. And it's not yeah. necessarily a good thing. It can cause problems in your personal life. What are you drinking, by the way? Um, just regular old Budweiser, man. Anheuser-Busch. Hey, you know what? God bless it, and God bless you, and God bless the United States of fucking America. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm having is James Beam, white label, standard, except I put it in a bottle. I got this little kit that was shipped to me. Maybe a, a little kit with a bottle and some charred wooden staves, to, sticks that have been charred, right, to put into your cocktail pre-made cocktail i just put gene beam in it i said let that soak for two weeks see how much it changes the profile and it has and it's definitely fucking a lot better to be honest not that it's bad before i still like it but i'm very impressed with it mm-hmm. nice nice i've uh sweeter sweeter smokier mm-hmm. i think i gotta good. start i gotta start a so a little it's actually very good I got to start a slow collection of um, of uh, bourbons, man, because I don't have many to start. I've got yours, which is a relic. I'm kind of I'm waiting for a special occasion for that one, man. And then I've got uh, Basil Hayden, the Gold Williams, Bar, Old Forester. Yeah, that's not even a, a bourbon though. That's just a regular American whiskey, undefined, blended. I imagine. Oh, oh. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, Whatever. Fuck it. Is that your only question? Have I ever been blacked out drunk, thought I was hot? That was a night I thought I was hot and I was blacked out drunk. Right. So are we moving on? We moving on. Um, Oh, one thing about the James Bond thing. I'm going to go back. Was they, the way that person wrote it was, and this is what scared me and made me think, like, fuck, am I damaged goods? It was like, from his past, too much. De- Let's see about this. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Here's the article. No time to die. Wouldn't a more mature Bond be the Bond who was married? who has married sex with his wife before realizing he can never settle down thanks to the sins of the past. That's the line that got me. Hmm. Johnny. Where's that, where's that from? It's just an article about the guy complaining, the director who's complaining about how James Bond doesn't have sex anymore. And the guy's like, in the article was like, yeah, he's right. He's not having sex anymore. They're talking about it. And I was like, why is it completely removed? It should be still a theme. But um, yeah. Anyway, so I've been thinking about that for a while, I think. And I don't know, man, I don't. Again, it's, it's this paradox. Do I regret what I've done? That's sophomoric. I knew I should have jumped ship years ago, and I didn't, you know, but uh, at the same point, you reap what you sow. 
Yeah. Um, what the fuck else was I going to ask you, man? How uh, the cost of the cost of women for a heterosexual yeah, man should should we get into the cost of women? Uh, why not? Uh, go for it. You start. You kick it off. How much do you think a woman costs? Just ballpark it. Fifty thousand, twenty thousand, a hundred thousand, a million. Is this over the span of like a lifetime? Just throw start, start just start throwing numbers out in scenarios. Okay. <clears throat> the span of one night. The span of one night. How much does a woman cost for one night, Johnny? Start with well, that. Well, well, you have the, the three F's theory, <laughs> right? We've already discussed the three F's, right? Oh uh, yes. And yeah. as I've come to find that, yeah, that's another thing you rent it, dude. You don't buy it. You rent it because you're going to pay for bought, it. But you bought a fuck. I you bought, bought it. You bought something bought that it. fucks. I bought it. And now I have, so, now I have the same, I have the same liability as anybody else with a boat, a plane. And in my circumstances, um, the happiest day, uh, a guy, uh, wait, the guy, the happiest day. A guy, uh, an owner of a fuck has is the day he buys the fuck and the day he sells the fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, the two happiest days. Yeah. That's what yeah. It is. Because yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna just cost me it it's a it's a it's like an open bank account it's just going to cost me as much as it costs until i finally die like i'll just i'll always be paying for it even if i if i make more money i'll just have to spend more and it goes up the cost goes mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. the best way is just to give up just to quit just take me i'm not working for you people anymore you know <laughs> i don't care what you do to me. <laughs> oh my gosh no, that's no way to go about it. Ah, because they throw you in prison or jail. Not necessarily prison. You get jail time. There is a distinction. Jail might be worse. <laughs> uh, but yeah. What's your plan? What's your plan? Are you going to moderate how much you make because of that? Um, hold on one second here. I was actually going to ask for a Budweiser, but thank you. It's going to pop the top. Um, sorry, I was getting a beer delivered from from the the new help around the house that I can't afford either. Oh, interesting! I don't have a bottle opener. The help, huh? You got servants? Let's get a yeah, servant. Just one. Well, that's nice. How much does a servant cost? Um, the length of your cock. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, and uh, pretty much. So about uh, three inches a month. <laughs> three inches. Yeah, that's a um, fun one. No, she's bringing me down. Yeah. That's because she could bring me down a beer, so I actually had to be quiet. Just, uh, hey, hey, babe, how's it going? Uh, no, definitely we're talking about that. We're just talking about how uh, it's horrible what's going on with women's rights and abortions right now. And um, Oh, fuck. <laughs> brought up that you want to talk about the overturning of roe v wade 
Wade? Wade. I don't. It's a I wave. don't at all. It's a wave of shit. Are you for it or against it? Just real quick. Just say that. Pro or con? The overturning of it. Uh, con. Thank you. You're you're against Roe v. Wade? Uh, yes. I'm, I'm confused. You're against, so you're happy it was overturned. You're pro. It's overturned. I'm sorry. I'm no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm. Oh my god! You just spun my mind around for some reason. I don't are know why. Are you for abortion or are you against abortion? You fuck. Just I'm express yourself. I'm pro-choice, man. Let them have a choice. It's their body. Oh, I see. I see. So you're against the the Roe v. Wade overturning. You're against. Yeah, that's what I thought. I said. It. That's what I thought. I said initially. Maybe you did, but I wanted to doubly clarify, and then you got confused, and then it sounded like you were for it or whatever. Maybe you did. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a fucked up deal, man. I really do. You know what's fucked up? Having an abortion. That's and that's where it gets a little complex and kind of why I didn't want to get into this conversation, because I'm trying to enjoy my <laughs> Sunday night with some good old american no, let's get in uh, let's get into a serious political discussion of which you and i I'm, I'm wholeheartedly disagree upon and, and start screaming at each other i want I'm, to do that i'm trying to get into i'm trying to get into some butt heads because the next yeah, baby the next baby's soul is on the line but depending on our argument and who wins it okay how about that yes because do i think every girl that can't keep her legs closed should just get a punch card for an abortion clinic and you know the 12th one is free no oh. i don't oh. <laughs> you said it not me but oh, do i think goodness. that consenting consenting adults that are informed on their decision and the actions they're taking and the situation they're in and girls that were raped or molested should be able to uh yeah go press the dump it to crump it button i do i really do and it's a fucked up situation so you know who the be, fucked up one in that situation is, is the for... person go ahead sorry who's i was gonna fuck say the fucked up situation the fucked up person in a situation like that is the person who molested or raped the person in the first place and i think it's i think it's a sick world to live in when they're willing to take that completely off the line and be like nope it's that girl's responsibility now it's like what world am i living in dude girl gets raped it's a responsibility and- to carry the pregnancy it's not a responsibility to raise the baby she can give it up for adoption is the argument but um and also why would you punish the the new life that was created for the sins of the father. I mean, we do it. That, that is the way the world, you can argue, but is that a, is that a moral good? Is that fair? Is that justice? That, that, and that's the stuff about the life or something that wasn't, that what, did, what did the baby that was created from the rape ever do to, to not have life? That has been created, have its life snuffed out. And that's fair, but why should that girl have to go through that trauma, dude? She's guess what, Johnny? For the rest guess of what, life. Johnny? Guess what, Johnny? Guaranteed, you and I, at some point during our long, history stemma or a product of rape at some point centuries and centuries ago maybe millennia ago we're all products of rape at one point none of us would be here if it weren't for rape now i'm not saying that that it's a good thing that somebody was raped ever but it's kind of like the the reverse frankenstein with bad intentions something good doesn't mean that something bad the result of it also has to be bad you don't have to turn the world um, you don't have to make, uh, uh, you don't have to turn it into something bad. You can, you can, you can make lemonade, so to speak, out of the lemons, if that makes sense. 
And when you're talking about something as serious as human life, who are you? Because that's the question, that's the debate. Is it a human life or is it not? And then the next debate is, okay, we all, do, we all agree it's human life, I think. The question then is, is it sentient human life? At what point does it become sentient? That nobody knows the answer to. When it's just a zygote, just a bundle of cells, is that a, is that a sentient human life? Doubtful. Doubtful. I don't believe that. But then the third question upon that is, does the sentience of it, if, it's, if a human life is sentient or, or it is it not, is it okay to then take out that human life? Because for the simple fact that it is not an out of convenience, is it okay to take out that human life? It's not sentient. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not aware of itself. It's not, it doesn't feel any pain or, or, or whatever, right? Um, so it's okay if it's convenient for everybody just to, is that still morally okay? What about the dignity of every single human life and the respect that every human life is supposed to be due, that is supposed to be due to every human life? You know, so mm. these are big discussions. That being said, yeah, you, you bring up a good I'm argument. Not coming I will... in... No, I'm not coming up up saying I'm, a, I, I, I'm against abortion 100%. I used to be. And I've evolved on the position. And I don't really like delving into it. I think, I think it's a, something that's ugly. And it's not good. Anybody who's done it, it's, it's not good. If you're proud of your abortions that you've had, and you, you go to it, like you said, the, the the 12 punches for free, the, you know, all the abortions are actually free, right? They're, you know, the, Roe v. Wade made it a right to have an abortion. So you can just go get one for free if you didn't have the means for it. I think that might have been the condition. Mm. Um, the point is, is that it's, not, it's nothing to be lauded or proud of how many abortions you've had so when you see a woman who does that and brags about it that's that's terrible that's ugly and um because it is it is in, if if nothing else it is it is a display of complete devaluation um and a devaluation and disregard for, for human life is what that is. <clears throat> but at the same point, the, I think the number one killer of humanity is exposure throughout history. And you know what that term means, right? Yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Well, I'll say it anyway. For, I'll define it anyway for the, for the listeners. Exposure is when parents or the mother or a parent could be the father after after birth takes a baby and leaves it out exposes it out to the elements to die on its own because they can't afford to raise it raise him or her it could be a hermaphrodite in which case you would call it it i suppose but uh that's, the, that's been the number one killer of humanity. I've heard that once. 
which I don't know if that's true or not, but it certainly makes sense. And I wouldn't be surprised. So, oh. and we, which is why they say that the number one, you know, the reason why life expectancy were so low back then is because of all the child deaths well, exposure plays a massive role in why, why the life expectancy of the antiquated, the ages of antiquity were so low. If you average them out, just like the average number of sexual, different, different sexual partners a male has is 7.5 or whatever one. Honestly, it's only the top 20% getting like fucking 50 bitches and everybody else is getting two. Um, but uh, 50 bitches plus, really. 50 is like the, the low end of the upper, of, of the upper crust. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I was going to say that's a high, it's a pretty high number. I don't know. You get ruined at a certain point, Johnny. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't do it. <laughs> think you've ruined yourself? I do. I don't think I've ruined myself. I think I, I think I'm on the I'm on the precipice. I'm on the cusp. The, the jury is still out. They're in there. They're deliberating. They're thinking about is Gregory ruined? I think he is. And I, I got one guy. I got my my uh, uh, what's his name. Fonda, Peter Fonda. What's Peter Fonda's mm -hmm. dad and Jane Fonda's dad? What's his name? Uh, Henry Fonda. Henry, Henry Fonda. Fonda. I got my I got my one Henry Fonda in that in that deliberation right now, fighting for my for my fucking very soul here, in my in my in my healthy sexuality, that I can one day not be ruined. I can take back what has happened. Maybe he'll convince the rest of them, the eleven others. That's what's at stake here, Johnny. I'm trying to be a good little monk right now. Let me tell you, I'm treating myself. I'm letting myself have a little whiskey with the stave in it. But uh, I have been living a very tame life. Have I had sex with a lot of different women since then? I'm not going to get into that. I wouldn't say a lot, but I have during my confusion and my turmoil. Um, but I have purpose now and a direction and plans. And I feel good. I feel good. I think Henry Fonda is in there right now, seeing my good graces. Uh, about it. Don't know why I made this made me think of Henry Fonda, but you know, you heard James Con died right the other day. Cocksucker! I'm joking. He's not a cocksucker. Um, I actually have been a big fan of his. I like the movie Thief, directed by Michael Mann. I think I've talked about that before. Sonny Corleone, iconic character. Him. Um, I'm more of a fan of El Dorado over Rio Bravo. So James Conn plays Ricky Nelson's character or the, the counterpart, Mississippi, Mississippi Fats? No. <laughs> Could you imagine if his name was Mississippi Fats in El Dorado? <laughs> it was just Mississippi. But <laughs> this skinny, good looking guy, Mississippi Fats. Wouldn't it be funny to go by that? Call yourself I don't know. some something some name than Fats, Minnesota Fats, Mississippi Fats, something like that. But you're a skinny guy, you're in good shape. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, like uh, an ironic uh, nickname or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the, the main bad guy or the, the adversary. I want to call him bad guy necessarily, but the adversary in the hustle with Paul Newman, played by uh, Jackie Gleason. His character's name was Minnesota Fats. And for obvious reasons, he was a fucking obese man. Um, and he was from Minnesota, I assume. 
And then, you know, but you've got jazz greats, Fats Domino and all that. It's like, these guys are fat men. That's why they're called Fats. But yeah, James Conn's character in El Dorado called Mississippi Fats. That would be, that'd be hilarious. Um, but I'm, I'm more of a fan of, of El Dorado over Rio Bravo, not just for James Conn and the woman that he, um, his romantic interest in it. Again, he's not the main character. John Wayne is, but in both of them but uh that girl who was the daughter of the the ranch guy that the the range war was 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 over in that movie very beautiful fuck she looked like she could have been a bond girl pussy galore uh (laughs) do you think she uh do you think she liked having her you think she liked having her balloon knot tongue punched her balloon knot tongue punched oh is that her clitoris no her butthole man Jesus. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never heard of that. It's so brilliant. Uh, back then, that was so taboo. I, I think the only people in Hollywood that were doing that shit was like uh, everybody. Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> for truth, sure. Jack the Nicholson. Is, the truth is, is, even back then, in 1962, whenever that movie came out, uh, El Dorado, um, Hollywood was already beyond depraved and debaucherous. You know, one of the most notorious fiends, sexual fiends in Hollywood was fuck. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's dad, help me out. Curtis was his last name. Oh, Tony, uh, Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis, thank you. Tony Curtis. Bern- Bernard Schwartz was his real name. Bernard Schwartz, yeah, from Brooklyn. Uh, wow, that guy fucking deviant Vincent's father and his buddy came across him in Las Vegas he was coming on hard to both of them this guy was a fucking bisexual go anywhere with anywhere you want feel it do it feels good do it um, I heard my my aunt talk about some story where she heard it's like you only get these legends that get passed down from person to person generation to generation about this guy's depravity but that he he would like to have a girl shit on a plate so he could stuff his face on it in it. Um, yeah, you can have it right on the mouth, or you can have it right over a glass. They roll it a, a glass right. coffee table. Shit. Glass oh, coffee table. <laughs> ah, you dirty bitch. Anyway, so um, so as tame as it was for the average American, like nobody was, no one was sneaking. You know, sneaking a sniff or the stink. Nobody was really doing that back then. I don't believe, not an average. Like, do you really think your grandparents were were anal lingually pleasuring each other back then in the 1950s? I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I, I you know never you don't want to think about it. You know, you don't want to think about it. But, but come on, there's no fucking way. The access to pornography back then was was pinup girls, right? Playboy came out in 50. Fuck, when did Playboy come out? 56, I think. You know, and, and you're just talking nudes, nude, modest nudes, just breasts and, you know, curves of the buttock and bush, little bush, you know. Um, it wasn't until you got, what's it called? rat hole or whatever and you got the women spreading their labias out and spread you know you didn't see that shit till later 
with the fucking bullseye target for your jizz shot right over it. But, um, but back then it's like, the concept of, of licking a woman's asshole or having your ass licked wasn't pervasive. It wasn't coming across the average dude or woman. And it would have been regarded as very perverse. And even in our generation, or our pornography, were women licking men's assholes up until recently in pornography? You know, that, that was recent. This has know. been more recent. It, it wasn't a regular thing. Now it's becoming more of a regular thing. It's like she's got to toss you salad. Otherwise, you know, fuck this. And this is not a complete low job. And it's like, whoa. Um, and, and the vast majority of women I've been with, I can only think of a handful who, who, who've done it, who wanted to toss myself. Right. And so even in our own generation, I think it's becoming more, it's, but it's still very rare. You know, have you ever tried to lick a girl's asshole? And then she's like, well, that's, you know, that happens too. So that still happens today. That's a no-go zone. It used to be a no-go zone for me personally, not for me to go on them, but for me to receive. But you got a girl who really wants to do it. You got to let her have what she wants. It's important to her. Yeah. Are you, are you a fan of it or no? I my asshole lick. I got used to it. I like it. Yeah. No, I mean the reverse. Uh, Licking giving a woman's it. asshole? Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. I know. I don't know. It's so weird, man. And it still is so taboo. Like you think, so soon you get to know somebody more intimately, it's like you're like, like your wife. You're like, I. They even run around in those fucking booty shorts all day. And it's like, I'm still like, I don't care. Give it to me. You're just like, man. Sick fuck. At least go. Oh, yeah. There's a taboo a... nature of it, the novelty of it. It's naughty and all that. I think these are all factors that play into its eroticism. Also, it's an erogenous zone. It literally arouses you. It feels good. It tickles and tingles. And it gives you, if you're a woman, it makes you wetter and, and hungrier. And if you're a man, it makes you harder. And um, so you got that. But I don't know. Sometimes it can tickle too much. Like you ever have your balls? Um, it's like too sensitive. Like, oh, right. You know, that could happen too. That it's like, it's gotta be judiciously applied or whatever utilized. Um, but everybody's different. <clears throat> everybody's different. So yeah. Yeah. Some guys I've, like I've, pain. I've, no. Yeah, and that like for me, that's, for right me, that's where I, face. That's where I draw the pegged. line. You draw the line with getting pegged? I don't think so. Not what I heard. Getting, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're so gay, you can't even drive straight, man. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what if we call um, gays crooked? You're crooked, man. Heterosexuals <laughs> are straight. Homosexuals should be crooked. No, slapping, biting, shit like that is like a complete like I'd 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 be willing to walk away. Like hottest chick in the world bites my nipple. I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. Don't ever fucking do that again. 
it could be like Mar- yeah. it could be like Margot Robbie, or is that her name from Wolf of Wall Street? Bites Margot my Robbie nipple. But yeah, yeah, bites my nipple. And I'm like, I'm we fucking, know the first name. There's, it's Margot. There's the, but, there's the fucking right. door. Don't ever fucking do that again. I, what I was just, I just, I thought it might turn you on. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm done with this. You're not risking it again. You can't trust her in bed after that. Um, Even after you warned her and told her not to do it again, you're not giving her a second chance. Fucking no, right? Uh, Do not bite me. Ridiculous. Don't fucking bite me. Don't fucking slap me. I've had I've had a number of women who like to get physical with me, give me the pain. It's like I'm fine delivering it if that's what you need and you want and your request from me. Fine. Um, I'm not as much of a fan of receiving it. Not. I let a girl paddle me once, or no, no, it wasn't paddle. It was a what are those things? The uh, a little whippy thing. Riding crop, riding crop, a riding what? A rider's crop or a riding crop? It's what the fuck is that? It's a handle with a stick, and it's got like a little loop leather at the very tip of it. You're supposed to just just kind of spank a horse with it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, ever so lightly. And like this girl, she made me make a deal with her. Like, okay, if I do this, you're gonna do this. I'm like, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll let you. It's like she's like, pick your poison or whatever. Choose your your weapon. And I'm like, all right, let's let's do that. And I let her get my ass with it. Hit hit it. And I said, no, nope. I just it didn't do anything for me. Not not for me. And. It didn't even hurt. It wasn't like it was painful. But I think if a girl slapped me across the face, wow, would that piss me off? You know? And I've been bitten. I've been bitten by girls or like girlfriends. You have to get pretty intimate with a girl. Like I've never been with a girl I barely know or just kind of casual who just bit me out of nowhere. But I've had some girlfriends who bit me. And my last one bit me really fucking hard in my inner thigh. And it was like, fuck. And I had a bruise that lasted three weeks from it. I was like, holy fuck. And uh, she just got really turned on. She wanted to bite my thigh. Okay. I, I, I'm, am I mad at it? Oh my God, I'm, like, I'm not mad at it because you're turned on by me. It's this weird dynamic. If you're turned on by me and you, you, you felt the need to do it. And I want you to have that pleasure for yourself, for me. Do that. But at the same point, it did cause me pain. So there's a level of balance, I think. And, but I, I once bit her, her ear really fucking hard. I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bite hard, like that hard. I didn't think, I didn't know what, she'd been biting me like pretty bad. And so I bit her back and uh, not as like revenge, retaliatory, retaliatory or whatever, in retaliation, just because, oh, all right, she likes, to bite me and maybe she likes to be bit back and so i bit her ear and i, I bit it a little too hard and she's not like that at all i'm like fuck sorry whoops like, oh that was so hard like yeah fucking mike tyson's you but she didn't understand the reference being from brazil but uh that's not what was going on there it was not a retaliation i swear it wasn't it really wasn't but uh yeah, it's one of those weird things. I know I'm not into the pain, but I can deliver it if a girl wants it. Mm. It doesn't. So I guess I'm a. I'm not a sadist, however. 
I'm not a sadist or a masochist, but maybe that's something I could develop. My first girlfriend liked it. She wanted me to, she was a masochist, so she wanted me to deliver her little spankings, tying up and, and domination shit more. Um, yeah. And that's something I'm definitely, definitely more on the side of. I like, I like to be the one in control, so to speak. And, and um, I like a woman who's more submissive. Sometimes I like a dominant woman, but it, you got to catch me in a mood. More times than not, I'm, I'm going to be more like a submissive woman. And um, what else? Submissive and um, oh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I've been distracted. What are you getting distracted uh, by? My contractor's texting me about shit that needs to get done this week. <clears throat> oh, is that the the place you're fixing up? Yeah, the project project I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, enough about that. So I think it's just a matter of preference. I, yeah, but I've never been one to enjoy the pain. But in the in the it, for someone I really care, love, and care about, and that that's something she needs, it's like okay, here are the rules. Let's do it. You know, like she got this like um, electrical zapping wand thing. Oh fuck that! Shock, little shock, little shocker. It's not like a tasing. It's like little st- static, <laughs> and it just kind of tingles. She wanted to do it on me, so I let her do it on me. And she had all these little different knobs and ends. I bought the thing. She, she, we found it in the sex shop. She wanted to get it. So like, we tried that. I was like, okay. It didn't hurt. Like, crank it up. It didn't hurt. And after a while, I kind of get used to it. It can be tantalizing. That was okay with me. I'd do that again and again and again. She put it on my balls. Quite interesting. Um... So, you know, hmm. and it's kinky. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. The whole like slapping balls or stepping on your nuts with <laughs> stepping on your nuts with a high heel or something is just not my. <laughs> just a knee fly knee kick to the fucking balls. No, no, like I'm Paul, Paul, it wasn't like, like that. It wasn't like, like that, man. You're like Paul Giamatti in uh, Billions, just like get on all fours <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> That? I that? love that. Uh, he's got the fucking bar across his teeth with the fucking <laughs> reins. <laughs> I love that. He's in some. He's like the. He's like the district attorney or whatever. And his his wife it. will call him he and tell him to get on. He like he likes to be submissive. Well, the other thing is, he, uh, eventually, I don't know if you've gotten far enough. He gets a mistress. He gets a mistress. Um. Not like a okay. I, any woman in in BDSM, BDS, yeah, BDS, SM or BDSM, they are always called mistresses. If they're the 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 dom, you call them mistress. And so he pays for a professional one to come and take care of him. And the wife's like, fine. And like they go on separation over it. I think I can't remember. They have an arrangement. He, he's not supposed to go see one of these women without communicating to his wife he's doing it and so uh but eventually he's on his own and he has he has this regular mistress lady 
come to him at his uh, brown uh, his brownstone. And what's her name's moved out? His wife. And she's just fucking hanging him from the fucking ceiling and stringing him up and then clamping his nipples. <laughs> she just has like a little bustier, leather bustier on under her trench coat. And that's about it with a thigh high. Uh, I hate yeah. his wife. I hate his wife in that. Wendy or whatever. Long ponytail, dark hair, straight, silky. Mm, women. Um, go ahead. You hate his wife? Why? I just don't like her character, man. I don't know if it's like her as an actress or because Maggie the other said. main thing. I, yeah, the other main thing I know her from is uh, Sons of Anarchy. But yeah, I just don't like her character. She's always analyzing everything <laughs> in the show. That's her character. She's supposed to be a psychologist. An expert psychologist who motivates people and tries to get in their mind and know the best way to motivate each and every person to become their best performance, to bring out the best performance. Um, that's why she's hired for morale, office morale. And she's also there to help uh, the leader acts with his. He needs it too. He needs the psychological head work to become a fucking killer. You know? Mm-hmm. It's all in the head. It's all in the mind, Johnny. That's the one thing that's very interesting is the power of the human brain. We don't know its limitations. We don't know its capability. capability yeah, that that would that'd be an interesting conversation as far as um, uh, how could I put this simply? Like, like for the most part, and I, this is probably true. For the most part, I feel like I'm the dumbest guy in the world sometimes. Just like, I am a dumb motherfucker. Like, just bought this big, huge house. More rooms than I need. More space than I need. Um, she bent you over the barrel and showed you all 50 states on that one, didn't she? Cost but, of a woman. Cost but of then woman. it's like, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, uh, is the idea of increasing your cost of living but also increasing your income to tailor or or figuring out like different kinds of uh intelligence as far as like yeah i don't come from money unfortunately nobody ever gave me no rich uncles ever given me a big huge fat paycheck or i'm not the last living heir i'll be your rich uncle johnny just give me some time i'll call you whatever you want greg (laughs) (laughs) is your father home you must be you must be my daddy (laughs) he's downstairs But the whole point I'm trying to get at is uh, I I think about that sometimes as far as like, am I living up to my potential on a daily basis or could I be doing so much more if I had, you know, an underlying goal? Like now it's like, I got a fucking mortgage. That's a pretty big fucking goal. I got, you know, a lot of motivating factor, not a mortgage, it's a motivating factor. It's pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Is it sometimes pressure and motivating? It's a responsibility. yeah. yeah, and sometimes is it like you just get in a lazy fuck mode where you're like, well, I'm doing fine now. And it's like you really need somebody to light a, a match under your ass to get you going. Or some people just have that match and they're just like can't can't hold still. So I don't know. I don't I know think, if that makes any I sense. Think, but. I, think the, I think it takes an exceptional human being to do more than what is expected of them or asked of them for the sake of something greater in their mind to become exceptional. Everybody wants to be exceptional. Most people don't have the will it takes to become exceptional. That makes sense. 
most of us are just going to sit back, especially in this modern day of age, day and age. Yeah, make eighteen bucks an hour KFC, dude. Well, no, no, you got the iPhones, you got the fucking uh, Netflix. It's like, and again, if you're if you really, really are destitute, there is welfare and all this other shit that um, resources are poor or obese in this country. Think about that. Are poor or obese? It's only the really wealthy people who tend to take kind of because they can afford to take care of their body. Was it? It's food deserts. I'm in a food desert because they live in the ghetto. <sighs> All they have is fast food, and more fast food, and just shit to eat. And they don't have um, access. Well, more importantly, they're not they're not being informed and educated on on good health. People, if you're ignorant, if you're ignorant to to because you're not you're not getting good education, not getting good school, like you're not being educated on anything, right? But at the same mm-hmm. point, because of these iPhones and the internet, you have access to educate yourself. Once you learn how to be literate, you have to become literate. That's the basics. You know. So once you achieve literacy, then you have all the resources available to you to access and educate yourself. Because true education comes from within. It doesn't come from some teacher. It doesn't come from some professor or instructor. It's like they help you on your own process to educate yourself. That's how it should be looked at because you could be the best type of teacher in the world. A good teacher is one that, that penetrates the young boy's asshole. Oh my and God. You really went there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But I was, I was gonna say it penetrates, uh, penetrates a child's um, inner self sexually. I'm joking. No, no, no. There's no penetration other than the penetration of a teacher to a student in a non-sexual manner uh, uh, to get to get to his core, to get that, to put the defense down, to find out what really drives and interests a child and encourages them on their way after those interests. To feed their curiosity. That's what a great teacher does. Okay. Doesn't pigeonhole you or, or put you in, lay you on a, lay you as a brick on, on, on the wall, right? Like that song, a Pink Floyd song. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that a good teacher should know that a good teacher should understand education comes from within each and every student. And it's my job to coax that out of them, that desire out of them. So uh, anyway, I don't know why I went this direction. I didn't want to, I wanted to talk about, um, Fat pieces of shit, food desert. We were talking about two food deserts, fat pieces of shit. I honestly uh, lost her train, dude. Uh, you drank too much. You lost your train. Um, we were talking about motivation and what motivates some mm. people. An iPhone, a truly exceptional, a truly exceptional human being does does more than what is asked and expected of them. Is that's an exceptional human being? That's a rarity. Most are going to do what what it is to get by, unless when when survival is not a, it uh, necessity and survival is not um, in play. The best way to motivate a human being is like like you said, light fire under ass. What is that? What's that that analogy? Um, Innotate, innotate. I don't know how to say it right. It's saying 
we have to put fire, we have to threaten you with burning you alive to get you up off your ass to do something. Okay. So threat of loss of life, threat of livelihood, threat of, of, of just survival is your best motivator to get a person, a human being, the average, any, and every human being get going, your survival instinct. But once you're there and you're surviving, like every fucking American in this country, essentially the homeless even, have a myriad of, of resources accessible to them to not have to live on the streets. It's a choice to live in the streets at this point in this country. This isn't Colombia. I've been to these different countries. The poor there are genuinely poor and genuinely poor and genuinely fucked. There is no way that they're gonna rise up or, or they don't have access to these things. They would love to be poor in America because because being, to mean to be poor in America is to mean to be wealthy in their country. Right, you, and they don't have you to just work. do fuck all day. You just do fuck right. all. Watch, watch Netflix. These people don't have the fucking cell phones. They don't have internet access. They've never been taught how to read and write. And so um, basic arithmetic. So, uh, you know, anyway, so if you have that, you got something. But the point is, when you are taken care of, like most every American is, what motivates you? What motivates you? You got to find a purpose and you got to find what you're talking about. You're finding a, a, if you fail on your mortgage, if you lose your, if you lose the house, you can't pay your mortgage, you, you lose your job. You're not going to die. It's not like you're going to, oh, I'm drowning. I'm, uh, you're drowning financially, you're not drowning literally. You're okay. And you're going to be okay. You're still getting your, your government cheese from from your military shit and all this other stuff. And you're going to get more work and it's, you're going to be okay. Will your wife leave you? Yes. Will you never be able to see your daughter again? Yes. <laughs> but you will live. Will your wife leave you? Yes. No, the but there's... Is, yeah, go ahead. The point, is, is, the point is, is these are things you desire and have become accustomed to and you want to keep them. You want to keep your house. You want to keep your wife. You want to keep your daughter. You're taking on responsibilities. People are counting on you. Okay. And maybe people aren't counting on you on certain responsibilities. You're counting on yourself for this thing that you really want. You want to keep that Jeep that you bought, that fancy new Jeep. You're taking on responsibility of a Jeep, maintaining it and, and paying off its, 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 its loan. Mm -hmm. Well, that gives you purpose. That's what will drive you to get up in the morning so you can take a nap at 2 p.m. under your desk like George Costanza. <laughs> that's it. I, I, I didn't do that joke. That's stupid. But anyways, that's what gets you up in the morning is that responsibility. And we all need purpose. We all need a reason. As the French would say. You know that one? The what do you say? Raison de toi. Why does that sound familiar? Raison de toi. Raison de toi. Maybe it's raison de toi. Uh, um, it means reason for being. No. Oh. So it's okay. your purpose. We all need it. If you're going to find satisfaction and happiness in your life, fulfillment is that key word. 
you have to have the purpose that you're going after. And that purpose once achieved, it needs to be a purpose that, that there is no achievement for it, almost. It's that journey, it's about the journey at the destination kind of a thing. Because once you get it, it's like, okay, I fulfilled my purpose. What do you do when you fulfill your purpose? Maybe your purpose was to save the world. You did it. You're James Bond. You saved the world from fucking Ernst Blofeld. And he's dead now. And there are no more threats to the world ever. We don't need you anymore, James. What's your purpose now? What's your responsibility now? If you're James Bond, you, li you likely degrade to the rake you were, gamble away all your funds, catch all the STDs in the world, and, and die of syphilis. Yeah. And, and, out, and liver poison, you know? That's a good point. Because yeah. It's like, what there's is there's nothing to fight for anymore? And yeah. What is James? The, the veterans, Sorry. the veterans, the, the, the veteran syndrome, the, the guys who, the warrior, the ex warrior veteran syndrome. You had this war. This was your purpose. This is what made you feel significant in this world yep. and important. And now it's over and you come back home and it's like, well, what am I doing? I'm going to go fucking turn this wrench. Exactly, and, dude. Like, <laughs> this, this, yeah. this is the your boss coming to you like okay guys this is this emergency this is a priority and you're like this is no it's not it's fucking not like nobody's dying here nobody's getting shot at right. but yeah that good question you asked is yeah what does james bond do when he's out of james bond things so when he achieves his purpose and so my yeah. point is it, it it behooves anybody to whatever purpose you come up with and you could choose anything you want in this world any man can choose anything they want for their purpose for their lays on between choose something that that needs to be sustained so to speak that there is no end goal necessarily there are milestones of course those will be your periodic and end goal but the journey can never end because once once it ends you will become a syphilitic homicidal suicidal alcoholic essentially and we don't want that for you we want you to live on we want you to keep fighting and working and humping towards towards a wife and not a whore okay right yeah i've got a, i've got retirement plans for chasing chasing the old wife around the the uh condo the in hammock? florida the hammock chasing around <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, depends on how good my knees are, but chasing around the condo, trying to tongue punch your butthole still when I'm, you know, tongue 50. Tongue punch the, the, the balloon button. What was it? The balloon the, knot. The balloon, balloon knot. Yeah. It looks like a balloon knot. Tongue punching the balloon knot. Ooh, I like that. That is so good. That is so, of course it does. You ever see like, uh, I've seen a spank that has like a little bit extra something. It doesn't look like a balloon knot. It's got like an extra, like a, a nugget coming out of no, it I don't not know. a shit nugget no. a skin a skin nugget hmm. it's a part of the sphincter it just didn't didn't do that hmm. you might have nugget. to you might have to send a photo every angle you might have to send a photo what you're talking I'm about to remember where, what woman that was i can't think of it right now beautiful woman whoever it was i know that um, not a deal killer um it, it sounds repulsive but trust me if you knew the woman, it would not be a deal killer. Uh, <sighs> deal breaker. That's what they said about um, 
what's her name? Megan Fox. They, they found everybody found out about her thumbs and how oh mutinesque, mutinesque they were. You know what I'm talking about? The thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. When that Stupid. was finally discovered, everybody lost their minds. Deal breaker. So dumb. Some fucking nerd. Some virginal nerd in the basement. Just tweeting. Deal breaker. She's hideous. Look at those thumbs. I couldn't do it. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't stand that thumb wrapped around my cock. It would turn me off. I'd lose my erection. But, uh, I mean, I guess you don't. I think it would be a pleasurable time having that thumb up my ass, don't you? Or your ass, whatever. Not mine, yours. Extra uh, wide. <laughs> joking, I, joking. I bet you would they enjoy They are freakish. That. I bet you they would are enjoy freakish. that. Yeah. It is weird. It's, it's almost like um, dwarfism of the thumb that she's got. It's weird. Just on the tip. Very strange. But that's it. I mean, that's you get these uh, mutations. That's how we evolve, right? The theory of uh, evolution. The little variations, you know, anomalies, the DNA code. And when they're favored, it keeps on going, which she's super fucking hot, except for those thumbs. So the, that thumb trait's going to pass on. She's going to have kids. She already has kids, right? She's going to have more. It's the thumb, the thumb DNA trait of Megan Fox. Has already been passed on and will live on. But does she, have you? I mean, that's the thing too. We've never met her. Does she really have those ET thumbs, or is it just some, yeah, somebody's? They're, they're totally real. Of course they are. Yeah, it looks like ET's finger, dude. That would be the biggest internet conspiracy in pop culture history. I think if it was it, all just made up and and just photoshopped and, and whatever. Check this out, guys. I'm going to widen her thumbs at the bottom, at the tip. Okay? And then I'm going to spread a rumor. Fuck her career over. You notice her career went to the shitter after the thumb thing came out, too. Never the same. She was the hottest thing in Hollywood. Thumb thing came out. She couldn't get a fucking part-time role on This Is 40. She couldn't do better than a part-time role on This Is 40. And I haven't seen her since. She's dating some fucking, what, Machine Gun Kelly now? Yeah. Which falling. Man, as she followed. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, you you can only give a guy so much money, and he's still he's still pretty trailer park. Well, isn't she trailer park? Maybe that's what, that's it. They're both they come from the same ilk. I don't know, but you could take. I was thinking of a huh? Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say higher net worths than me, so I don't know. I shouldn't be talking. Yeah, but you still have your dignity, my man. Hold on to it. And no ET thumbs. Exactly. No matter what they can say or do, I we at least don't have ET thumbs, right? Mutant thumbs. Or I don't know what to say about the other guy. But I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a lovely couple. Should we? Should we? Should we quit while we're ahead? Yeah, we're starting to get. Nasty. We're starting to get nasty. I don't want to do that. Beautiful woman, gorgeous, stunning. She really is. And I would not kick her out of bed like some fucker did. I was just having fun, to be honest. So full confessional. And I'm super happy for them. If they're happy, I'm happy. That's all I care about. Yeah. I just hope he treats yeah. her right. And she treats him right. That's all. <laughs> gotta be gotta be happy for other people.
but those thumbs are real. And I think it's okay. I think they're beautiful. Like I said, I would like one plunged up my asshole just for the sake to say I did it. But um, so I ain't afraid of those ghosts. Just, <laughs> just to say I did it. <laughs> oh oh man! Have you ever had something put up your your boot boot? I have not. Have you? No, I haven't either. So I don't know why I said that. That's because that's the first thing that comes to mind when you look at that something. I think that's why. But I, I've never been penetrated in any aspect ever. Um, any aspect. Weird. Oh, nice. Any pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, shall we end this motherfucker? I don't want to do it prematurely. I'm I'm good to talk more if you are. I'd I'd say let's uh let's quit while we're ahead and uh get get back. I think we're ahead. Routine. I think we're I think we're under. I think I, we're below. I, yeah, I think we're drowning. But I I mean quit <laughs> quit while we can and get back in the routine of uh of next week. <laughs> Sorry the for the two time. weeks. Sorry for the first, two week. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we'll I'll apologize for it in the. The intro period of what it was happened. totally totally my totally and completely my fault i unfortunately you know i've i've, I've got all this, a, this pent I've, this pent up i've had all this pent up uh, uh content just doing just doing i needed to release all in one fucking episode yeah and whirlwind of shit i know i've just got uh Unfortunately, I've got a day job and uh, requires 40 hours of my time a week, you know, being a Joe lunchbox. And then I've been moving in the middle of moving sick in laws <laughs> that came to sick in laws that came to help and ended up getting COVID. So they're quarantined, you know, taking up. And then you were helping them. And, and yeah, they, were, and, they came uh, to help you and you end up helping them. Oh yeah, this right. is this is the longest, most never-ending move of my life. Just because I I was too cheap to pay some uh, some moving company to just move all my shit for me. So uh, you should have got some anyway. big hefties. You should have got some big hefties. Pay him, pay him a couple pizzas, and they'll take care of everything, man. What's, what's the matter with you, you cheap bastard? I know, I know. That's what I that's what I mean. But anyway, yeah, that was my whole point. Was uh, you know, you and I we're working pro bono on this podcast. This is just for our fun and our love of the game and enjoying each other. Exactly. Other's talks and catching up on Sunday. So to our listener, thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. <laughs> I think he's gone. Um, we, I think our listener he is gone. He left. He, he was left like, us. He left us. Yeah, he left us. Fuck uh, these guys, man. We, we figured we'd quit. It's over. He's like, fuck he did these not guys. hit the ding. He did not ding the bell or subscribe. So he doesn't know what we're putting yeah. on a new episode, even if it's two weeks later. It's over. It's okay, yeah. though. It's all right. We still did it. It's still out there. I mean, we did hey. it. We did it. Yeah. Is that a thumbs up through the fucking ear heads, earphones? I like it. <laughs> okay, y'all. Well, man, it's been fun. It's been cool. I that we, we apologize. I hope it's entertaining. I I just, I don't know. I I'm drunk. Is all I know. It's the first time I've gotten drunk in a long time. As oh, per how tradition. Long, how, huh? how long you been drinking? Since early morning, I started just a little bit before. Well, I started drinking just a little bit before um, the podcast, but I started hitting them back pretty hard because I was trying to taste the difference between the the charred stave aged Jim Beam and the regular Jim Beam, 
And I accidentally mm. poured myself a full shot of the, the regular gym beam. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I've been doing that. And then I, I've only eaten four strips of bacon, two, um, two eggs over easy, over some sourdough toast that I had late morning. You know, but I'm starting to get hungry, so it's it's more or less an empty stomach. And so, and then again, I stopped. I just I don't I don't drink anymore, really, other than for this. I wouldn't have drank today if it wasn't for this podcast. I just wouldn't have done it. But it's a tradition, so I do it. And I was in a good mood. I was in higher spirits, as you could tell. I was high on life. You thought I was high on something else. It was just me being high on life, man. Oh, good for you, so, man. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of things, a lot of things going well for me. A lot of things going my way. That's all I can say. So we'll have to uh, catch up with that uh, this week, maybe, or if you want to talk more about your personal, personal uh, highs, then we can next week share it with our no, listeners. I don't. Pass. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay. I don't. But, I don't. Uh, then we'll just have to catch you up. You and I could my, talk about it. Like, yeah, we'll just catch off up. the record, but. I have to say our conversation we had off the record, which frequently this always seems to be the case whenever we talk off off record, it's always the best conversation. Man, it's like fuck, we should be saving this for the for the cockcast, and and then we save it for the cockcast, and it turns out to be dog shit. Not oh. that what we were talking about was dog shit; it just didn't. We 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 blew our load. We shot our yeah. we shot our load. We blew it. You blew it. Yeah. You blew it. You should have spoke this way when I came to you a week ago, and you blew it. So um, that's, that's it. all right, though. That's all right. We were on fire, weren't we? We were on fire like Tuesday. Fire. When it was just you and me talking, catching up. <laughs> if only we'll get it one day. We'll get that. We'll just get that golden BB, and it'll just sink right in yeah. but uh i kind of gotta go take a piss man see i might have to to end this uh okay. abruptly go pee pee but, uh, go pee pee. yeah good, good night, to hear everybody. from you man yeah good night thanks for listening